Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the post-Christmas show. Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden, The Chuck and Julie True Straight Up, grassroots show for you. <laughs> Brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody. We had a wonderful Christmas. Hope you all did too. To me, a, a big portion of having a wonderful Christmas is having the meal turn out okay. It's, I'm not the world's greatest cook, so there's always a... Oh, well, you did a great job. You went beyond yourself this time. It was, it was, and, and we found a non-femi church. Uh, that was kind of very fundamentalist, and and that might be good because I've been looking for one that isn't always telling you that uh, uh, everything is just hunky dory. Um, and um, what we're going to be talking about today, um, is there is as we speak a stand up to partisan hack judges who hate Trump rally going on at the Colorado Supreme Court. We're hoping to get one of the organizers, Dar- Darcy Schoening, um, with us there. I know she's running the event, so hopefully she'll be able to. And yeah, Thomas, just kind of keep trying her, um, and maybe, um, you know, leave her a message or something like that too, because I'm sure she's very busy. But this one, it was interesting. So they, it was kind of came together. And this is not a very good weekend to, um, hold a, I think a, a week a Trump rally. So I'm not sure what kind of turnout they're going to get, but it was just, there was a, another one going on Saturday, Trent Lisey and Joel Oltman, Trent Lisey, the CD4 candidate and Joe Oltman um, have organized a convoy going from Fort Collins um, to Colorado Springs, I mm-hmm. think too. Um, that one is a total support Trump. Uh, but one of the things um, that came up and we'll, we'll talk to Darcy just about the turnout and what's going on there. Obviously this all in has to do with the Supreme court throwing Trump off the ballot. Another court, Michigan yet again um, said, no, they, they declined to hear it. So Trump can stay on the ballot in Michigan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I'm um, in California. I was reading Gavin Newsom is trying to convince them to not try to throw Trump off the ballot right. because it's doing more harm than good. They think, but one of the things that's come up about this, and I think it reared its ugly rhino head um, in the organizing of the rally that we're going to be talking to Darcy about is um, there were some, there was discussion, I guess I should say, on social media from some people, rhinos, um, Republicans in name only, who didn't want to talk about Trump and they didn't want it to be like supporting Trump, which is inherently stupid since the whole reason they were having the rally is because the the judges threw Trump off the ballot. So how could you hold a rally about that without mentioning Trump, right? Because it would alienate. It, would, it wouldn't be a unifying message. <laughs> For all those Republicans in Colorado who hate Trump, uh, i.e. they're rhinos. Right. Um, And and they keep on saying they're huge, they're big, they're everything else. There's like five. Yeah, five of them. Uh, Maybe more, but maybe three. Yeah, but the rhinos always tell you that there's that the reason they're losing these days, they're losing the last election in 2020, notwithstanding, or 2022, um, it appeared to be a great year, uh, and they had all rhinos 
uh, running, running. For, running was that they all hated Trump, so they voted against the rhinos anyway. Um, and and so that's their their usual excuse for just about everything in their pathetic uh, universe. Right. Um, and so it's if 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 they if they want to have a a um, unity rally, you know it means unity only against you. Well, um, there's no unity in in the rhino community. It's just how they can stab you in the back, uh, hide among you. Uh, and we're going to get that picture of a wolf among dogs somehow. Oh, from uh, the conservative treehouse. And, you know, yeah. the picture, if you have it in the conservative treehouse, they show a picture of, um, it's a fox. There's all these dogs. Pictures hunting of, dogs. Hunting dogs. And then they show a fox in it. And the hiding fox among them. Hiding among them. But still, you can see it. But it is kind of interesting. I don't know what someone's problem would be mentioning Donald Trump. Because they hate Trump. At, well, they know that's their problem, but it's sort of, it's, it's ridiculous. No, How could, well, I mean, it's ridiculous to say we shouldn't, because they didn't want it to be like supporting Trump, but it's like, well, it's about Donald Trump. It's, you know, now I think the, Repu- the, the Democrats, now that they've seen how this works, will probably try to throw all kinds of people off the ballot for all kinds of reasons from now on. So I think it's just like many things started with Trump, but there was a lot of criticism again with Trent Lisey um, doing the rally. Also a lot of support. I don't mean to say that both of these rallies have had a ton of support um but they're saying well but it's a supporting trump thing it's like right but here's the thing the rhinos they just keep they seem to ignore and i guess they keep trying to tell the rest of us to ignore it is trump is by far the leading candidate he is by far the most popular candidate but it's beyond that it's it's you either believe in trump or you're not a republican these days because that that party of of george bush and and Bill Owens and everything else is gone. And so if you don't like the new populist Republican party, then please go away. Go to no labels. Go to every anywhere you want. We just don't want you in our tent. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't want anywhere near <laughs> oh, our tent. Come in our tent, but you can't talk if all you're going to no, do is you can't whine come about, the tent either. about the rest of us. You can't even be close to the tent. You've <laughs> got to be over the other side of the river with the, with the Democrats. Go with them. Because we don't want you. No. We don't want you. It, and it, it's interesting. There's talk again today. And you wanted to talk about DeSantis, um, about, you know, DeSantis campaign continuing to implode. And I'm not sure how much of that is, you know, who's leaking what and is it like Nikki Haley leaking stuff. I do think it's kind of funny that there was this social media rumor that that Trump was going to pick Nikki Haley. And then Donald Trump Jr. comes on. And he's like, over my dead body. He's like, we are no, not. But you have to understand that like Dan Kaplis, who we were on, and I like Dan, who's over at 710 and so forth he's a rhino he hides among us pretending he kind of likes trump and but he doesn't really he was a democrat and and he's he's a rhino though he you know tappers it down a little bit um so he's been speaking and I've, you know there's no other uh conservative radio on these days um local anyway so dan is it for a lot of the times um but but he said oh i support nikki haley she's great what does that tell you warmonger warmonger I mean, it means that they just wanted, just like they got, um, they got George W. Bush after after uh, after Reagan, and he destroyed uh, the brand. Let me go. We've got Darcy with us now. All right. So, hey, I'm so Darcy Shoning. She's one of the organizers of the Stand Up to Partisan Hack Judges Who Hate Trump rally. Hey, Darcy, I know you're in the middle of the rally right now, so thank you for taking time. But um, thank you for joining us. And, and how is it going down there at the Colorado Supreme Court building? Great, great. We had several attendees and Senator Baisley showed up and gave a great speech and it went well. 
All right. Why don't you explain what, I mean, this is a tricky weekend or week to be trying to do this, but how, um, why, why did you guys, because we would have come, but we're doing our podcast, right? Why, why did you decide to do this? Well, we did, I thought it would be good to keep the momentum alive. There's another event on Saturday, um, but we've got to keep the pressure and the media attention on these partisan hack judges and Jenna Griswold and just keep the pressure on. Right. What is, um, you know, I think you guys, I'm, I'm assuming you weren't like the pro-Palestinian people trying to block airport access and close down, you know, Spear Boulevard or not Spear Boulevard, but Bannock and stuff like that. It was, was it a, a, an actual mostly peaceful protest or rally? Oh, it was totally peaceful. There wasn't even anyone from the last president. It, it's been totally peaceful. What? You know, let My me kids ask- were there. It was that peaceful. Okay, there you go. Well, good for them. What um, can I don't want to ask you just a little bit your your opinion on the whole thing because, on one hand, we're so used anymore to just the the political you know things being so weaponized the legal system. But what's your? I mean, could you imagine ever having a day when the Colorado Supreme Court? It's embarrassing to be from Colorado right now. Would throw the leading Republican candidate off the ballot over this trumped up, pardon my pun there, trumped up accusation that's total fake news? No, I mean, and that's one of the things that I just said at the rally about 10 minutes ago is that I never thought that I would wake up and live in a country like this. We had several illegal immigrants that attended and they came from China, North Korea and Cuba. And that's what they said, that they didn't expect to escape communism to come here and find more communism. It's a slap in the face. And that's exactly what this is. Well, you know, the the, the problem uh, for Julie is, is that she's been asleep for many, many years. Um, and honestly, the Colorado Supreme Court has been rigged against average Coloradans for over a decade. Um, back yeah. in 2012, they, they decided they didn't like the map that had been uh, drawn up. Um, and even though they had no legal right to do it, they decided to draw up her own map. For and so for, and legislative districts. For legislative districts in particular. And and so as a practical matter, for, I don't know, six, seven years until the ballot harvesting started really going in, the majority of Republicans would vote for Republican House members. There'd be more ha- Republican votes for House members than Democrat votes. But every time the Democrats would, would have it because they were so badly gerrymandered. Um, they yeah. seized the, the and any time if you try cases in Colorado, every judge, active judge, has been appointed by a Democrat. Right. And they are even worse and worse what under Polis. The masterpiece cake shop. The masterpiece cake shop, everything through. We've got to get rid of the court system. I mean, somebody's got yeah. to realize that, that we just can't keep going, oh, okay, well, the Supreme Court overturned it. We've got to do some other system than the present one. Um, and there has to be saying no. I mean, one easy way would be vote no for all the judges and and yeah. always vote no for all the judges, except if one you particularly like. Uh, but this has to be a bigger one than just a rally one day. Um, it's got to be they've stolen the court system. And now people realize they've stolen the court system and we've got to make it a sustained effort to to somehow do something so the court system isn't so awfully rigged at all levels. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it's easy for us to say, okay, well, the Supreme Court's going to handle it. Let's have a rally here, a rally there. But how did, that doesn't help the average everyday Colorado and who enters the court no. system or who has a grievance. And that's where we, we've got to focus. And to me, 
you know, this is what I continue to reiterate. I work a lot in the educational system, um, fighting back against the teachers union, and we have to take our conservative pockets like El Paso County, um, like La Plata County in pockets of it, because La Plata is now turned blue, but um, take our conservative pockets and really put pressure on um, those entire court systems, the, the school systems there, because, you know, as I just got there saying, we, we might be in the super minority at the Capitol, but we're not in the super minority across the state of Colorado. So we you have are to in it, together. I, I, Unfortunately, you are in the super minority in every courtroom throughout Colorado. In because the courtroom. Every courtroom. Just means, but there's more of the people wise. We have power. Well, I know, but it doesn't do you good yeah. if you're, if you're, let's say it's a 90% county, Republican county. All the judges are Democrats. You you don't yeah. get a yeah. single hearing at a single time that is fair to you. Because they're all. You no longer people. have uh, trials by your peers. You have these jerried up, court system and and the fight against the court system and its rigging has to get people have to realize they've been cheated their court their judges their their justice of hall are not justice yeah. centers anymore they they yeah, are they are dei uh democrat left-wing uh things and all the clerks all the employees everyone in those courts you call for jury duty you're being rigged by a court system yeah it's anyway. totally rigged it's total. It's no different than the schools or anything else right now. It's and it's what we're willing to accept. I mean, we're the we're yes. the, the frog in boiling water right now. Right, right. right. Evelyn Darcy, and I know I, I promised we wouldn't keep you because I know you're rallying. Um, rallying. But but I want to give you credit because I, I know sometimes it's easy to get discouraged, and it's a holiday season, and there's just so much to we need to rally for and stand up for and fight against. Uh, you know, I mean, it would have been easy for for people to just said, you know what, it's just happy holidays. I'm not, you know, but if, but if you don't, it's exactly what you said. If we don't stand up, because that's what they're counting on, right? They're counting on. Yeah. wearing us down they're counting on us saying well you know maybe it'll get violent or la 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 maybe antifa will be there they're counting on that and i just want to give you and the folks who showed up there so much credit for for not letting them win that way thank you that means a lot it i mean we all have to do our part and that's how i look at this every single day i have a seven and an eight year old son and daughter and I'm afraid of the country that they're going to live in. You know, I'm 42 years old. I hope I've got many years ahead of me. But if I were to die tomorrow, I would just be terrified of what they're faced with every day, every month, every year of their lives. And so we all have to push back. We have to keep standing up because, like you said, they're counting on us not to do anything. They're counting on us to use the old Republican mantra of, oh, it's someone else's problem. It's not someone else's problem. It's my problem. It's all of our problems. And I also want to compliment you for not um, falling for the betrayals within the end. I, I know there were calls to let's just make this a unity deal and kind of go. Oh, no, thank you. That is, I'm glad you found out about that. <laughs> yeah, those are your yeah, those are the traitors in our midst. Wait, wait, wait. Do you want to address it? Because you're right, not sure. only tragically, sometimes are we fighting the Democrats, sometimes we're fighting sort of like, you know. Well, all the time we're fighting, we're fighting the Democrats. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, why don't you address yeah, that? Sure. So um, there was a certain faction of the party, a, a couple ladies, one in particular, that 
you know, wanted to keep Trump's name off this whole thing, wanted to make it a quote-unquote bipartisan effort, um, attract independence. But in the end, um, it, it, it doesn't work that way. They're, they're fighting Trump. They're not, the Democrats are not keeping the Santos off the ballot. They're not keeping Biden off the ballot. They're not keeping um, Kennedy off the ballot. This is all about Trump because Trump is a threat to their road to communism. So for us to back off of President Trump when he needs us most, that's not something that I was willing to do. And so um, there were some people that dropped out of this event. Like I said, one of the organizers, the lady who was organizing it with me, she did drop off and pulled some support with her, um, including Kim Monson from the Kim Monson Show. They decided that it was too pro-Trump. And that's who we're fighting for because he's the one fighting for us. And I could understand even a little bit that argument of Trump or some obscure candidate that had zero chance of winning. But he is just yeah. when these people try to say, and I'm kind of disappointed in Kim Munson, I'll say that. Although it may uh, we don't know at all. I think Kim is great. Right. Some of the others I know really have been. They were against the opt-out, they were against everything, and they really yeah. are just betrayers in our midst. They, they keep trying to convince us that no one likes Trump. Trump is by far the most popular candidate. So number one, like you said, the whole thing is aimed at Trump. So you couldn't do it without talking about Trump. It's ridiculous. No. I don't want to hear Republicans talk about bipartisan anymore because I, every I'm time so we do it. Exactly. It doesn't go the other way. Right. And so to no. try to say that the that we shouldn't be talking about the, that the most popular candidate is divisive. It's it's ridiculous. It's not even true. You know, and they, they just don't like it for their own power play because reasons. they don't like Trump. Right. They don't like the populist wing, of the Republican Party. And they're the George Bush rhino faction. That is every bit as awful as the Democrats. I mean, they you know, yeah. they they're every bit as much our enemy as the Democrats. No, they, they totally are. I mean, I just, I got, I just finished my term on Monument City Council and, you know, I served with all Republicans, quote unquote. And, and there was always this, well, we have to stay out of this. We don't want to get involved in this political thing. We don't want to write a resolution to become a, a two-way sanctuary town because that's too political. And it's like, that's what the Democrats are counting on. They're counting on you to say that. And every time you give them an inch, they take a mile, but they never give us an inch. No, exactly, exactly. Well, Darcy, listen, we'll let you get back to that. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. For your work. I, I really, Thank you, I guys. Mean, people could have done nothing, and you're one of those warriors. So we all need you, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate all you do, you guys. Happy holidays. Okay. Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you. Same to you. Happy New Year, too. Um, and then Leah was saying, no, Chuck, rhinos are worse. At least yes. the Democrats, how they're going to bend you over. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, now, do you want to? So we have, I don't yes. know if you guys have heard about it or not, but there is a, a website out there. Relative, oh, it's been around for a little bit of now. It's called rhinowatchco.com. R-I-N-O watchco for Colorado.com. And there was an interesting. Um, it's a great site. And and they even carry some of our programs they, yeah. on it, and it's great. And, and Brian Jundap, the carries Brian his Jundap, app. And Todd Watkins. Yeah, yeah they got, got all, everybody. They got all kinds of stuff. But there was an interesting exchange. One of the lead stories in it um, a couple of weeks ago was sort of a- attacking rhinos for not supporting Lauren Boebert. She's the incumbent congresswoman from district three and so what happens all of the usual suspect rhinos many of whom i don't think anyone knew were even alive still they were like all in their 90s a little facetious there but not by much um and they're all supporting this other person jeff heard in the republican primary now why in your right mind would you want to primary 
Right. An and, incumbent. And the incumbent. Who won by 500 plus votes and by being primaried is probably going to lose. Because, well, and who has a good voting record. I could see primarying Doug Lamborn. No, no, according to them, he does not have a, she does. They don't like that. They like the bipartisan. No, you have uh, to understand well, yeah, how awful these people are. So anyway, so that was the lead story. And there was this hilarious Claudia Beaupre, and I'll let you kind of go through it, wrote a, a letter, an email, I guess, a letter to the editor kind of thing saying, this is terrible. We need to unify and it's like you're the ones not unifying well this is claudia Beaupre. she's the wife of bob Beaupre, um who was the oh god congressman, congressman. Uh, both ways bob is you, you made um and this is from her and, and we had said so rhino watch returned um she said she uh, rhino watch said thank you uh, Ms. Beaupre, for your thoughts on rhinowatch.com. Uh, no, no, let me finish. Oh, okay. Thank you for providing your thoughts on Rhino Watch. Here, um, here is the email you sent us. And she sent one saying, why don't you spend your time and money on defeating Democrats instead of bashing Republicans? We can't win in Colorado if you continue to have um, your guns pointed inward. Now, keep in mind, she's talking about the article was about them, the rhinos, pointing their guns inward at Lauren Boebert, right? I mean, she's complaining. So they're spending their time and money trying to defeat not the Democrat, but the Republican. And, and they wrote back, we're a little confused. Colorado right now, a secret offshoot of your husband's Colorado pioneer action, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars um, in mailers defaming and attacking various grassroots incumbent Republican state representatives including Joe Lobin. The mailers declared that Lobin advocated for open borders, legalizing all drugs, including heroin, allowing ISIS to terrorize the world. Mr. Lobin was a grassroots Republican, a veteran, and a committed Christian who held exactly the opposite viewpoints. Colorado Pioneer Action was later ordered by a judge to pay $17,325 for failing to register as a political are, action these committee. Are com these are both prey organizations. Yes, while claiming to be a social welfare thing. I mean, it's just, and then they points out all the other ones. I mean, that's what they mean by unity. That is unity. And that anytime you hear unity, it's meant after they squash and destroyed a, a grassroots person and they want you to go in. And I promise you, I promise you, if they're successful in, in getting Lauren Boebert uh, off the primary, and of course it's going to be easy because it's a semi-open one, so all the Democrats can vote to get her off, they'll say, we must unify under Jeff Hurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody, let's get together. Yeah, unify, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and, and so any person backing uh, Jeff Hurd stinks. They just stink. And that includes that includes Bob Beaupre. It includes... Uh, well, it's Bill Owens, Daniel Ritchie. Bill, I mean, Daniel they, Ritchie, all these. All the usual stuff. Yeah, Bruce but, Benson. But that's the thing, right? It, it's an, it is discouraging, but, you know, it's something I think that is important to call people out um, when it happens because um, they also are counting on grassroots people to just not want to rock the boat. And I think we're seeing more and more people are like, not rocking the boat, man, we're going to jump yeah. up and down. Yeah. We're turning it. I mean, you know, we're taking control. It's a mutiny, basically, as well. But it is, and they don't like mutiny. Well, going into that, wanted to talk a little bit about the Ron DeSantis campaign problems. Um, one interesting thing, because I know you wanted to talk about what went wrong with, mm -hmm. with DeSantis, but I think this is interesting. Vivek Ramaswamy is somewhat of a disruptor, and I'm still not sure 
I got to admit on his motivation, right? But one of the things he's doing, and we're three weeks away from the uh, Iowa caucus, right? Um, it, where Trump is still leading by like forever. And everyone else is uh, hoping for Hail Mary. But he, DeSantis has pulled a bunch of his TV ads, which is usually a bad sign in a campaign. It indicates one, there's not as much money as they were hoping, particularly the first caucus, right? The first one in Iowa. And secondly, they just, they're in. Well, he, he had his whole campaign based on not, not, not so much New Hampshire or South Carolina, which follow. But on Iowa. And so to be pulling ads and spending less money is an indicator that they have internal polling that shows um, that he's not going to win. Well, one Republican uh, coordinator said that we're just trying to keep the patient uh, calm and, and comforted. <laughs> well, I think they're uh, looking, before they kill him they're because speaking, she's done. They're starting to look ahead and try to preserve his future. But interestingly, Vivek Ramaswamy also pulled all of his media money from the ads. Now, it could be for similar reasons, right, that he knows he's not going to win. But what he is doing is spending, because it costs a lot less. Um, he said the return on investment for TV ads, because nobody watches TV anymore. Right. And he said, and this is smart. This is what Republicans need to do. He said, instead, what we're going to do is take the money, use it very direct on social media. We're going to text. We're, we know who our likely voters are, and we're going to be spending all of our time and effort identifying them and trying to get them to the caucus, right. which is smart, um, although it could just also be. But why don't we were talking earlier and you, you wanted to talk about what went wrong with DeSantis. Right. And and former Wisconsin Mayor Walker wrote a letter early on saying, don't do what I did. He said, all the smart boys came up to me and said, look, don't take any new positions. The positions you took in Wisconsin, your record is unassailable in Wisconsin, and just ride on that. And that way you won't, you know, annoy any other people. Everybody will be behind you. He said, that was such a mistake. He said, I, you know, I just killed my campaign by doing that. And and I can't tell you, having run campaigns, how many people think that their uh, curriculum vitae, their past or something else is going to have them win? So they constantly talk about what they've done. Nobody cares about what you've done, except that it proves what you're going to do in the future. Elections are always about the future. And I can't believe how many campaigns and people said, well, I got this passed. I got nobody cares. It's already passed. I mean, it's what are you Winston, do now? Winston Churchill decided he would run on the fact that he'd save the world. No one cared. He got routed by Clement Attlee, who he said, a modest man who has much to be modest about. Like when Rev says, "What's for dinner?" and I said, "Well, we had meatloaf last yeah. night." It's like so. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's it's just how many campaigns are are blown up because people go, "Well, I pay, uh, I went to so and so, and I've got I I'm a businessman. Nobody cares you're a businessman unless you're going to apply it to the to the future." And so that's exactly what Ron DeSantis did. He's taken no controversial positions, nothing. Ukraine comes up and he says, well, that's an internal battle and over in Europe. And Ken Griffin, the head of a hedge fund and whatever, said, shut up. You know, you're not, you're not going to do that. Well, anymore. And so he didn't. And so he's lost. Now, he's also lost um, for the few who actually saw what he was, and Sundance is the first one, who said that that he is just a corporatist. He won't talk about trade policy. He won't talk about China. He'll just talk maybe, you know, CCP stuff. But but he he won't because the the all the globalists want trade with China. They don't want jobs coming back to the United States, so they don't talk about it. So that small percentage realized and you don't hear many people say, you know, but he's really just bought and paid for by the globalist, uh, well, which yeah, is absolutely true. Is part of his problem because yes. he can't get up on a debate stage and say certain things because the globalists don't like him. And he can't come up with new ones saying, 
You know, I don't know what the new one would be, but you'd, you'd have to come. The damn in office, you know, I will seek legislation that, that every Obama appointee is indicted. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, he, well, I can't say no. And I think and people have now realized it. And then on top of it, he's not a particularly good campaigner, in part because it's hard to be authentic when you're being controlled by the puppet masters, of the globalists. <laughs> hey, Jacob, go ahead. You have your hand up. Go, what, what do you want to say? Where was Phil Weiser on this whole case against uh, getting Trump off the ballot? I think he was. He was all for it. I mean, he had to be because it's it's it's. Uh... It's yeah. The secretary. It was. It was. They were suing. The case is actually Norma Anderson and the other three versus General Griswold. So it, he he's required to he's defend. Re- but I don't Griswold. think he had a problem with it at all. Oh, right? God no, he was he's happy to Well, then, then then he's an attorney general that is against due process. I would assume. No oh, kidding. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you've got a attorney general of the United States. Who's against due process? It's kind of like Eric Holder, okay. only in this Denver. Is, but, but this bothers me is because he worked for the administration, according to his campaign, that he worked for Janet Reno, who turned around and burned down the Branch Davidian complex in Waco. Yeah. And there was no due process there either. That was a little harsher, but yeah. Well, you, you, no, I mean, it, he's... he's um, you know, he, he's not not tricking anybody or even trying to be tricky about his position. I mean, I mean lawfare. Well, he is. is. He is. Oh. He is being tricky because when he ran, he said he was the child oh. of Holocaust of Holocaust survivors. Right. He, and well, that's he was what lying. They did in the Holocaust. He lied. Yeah, to that's you. what they did in the Holocaust. They went and they trapped people in a synagogue and they wrapped it and burned it down. Yeah. No, I mean, he, so and he was to them. He's a, he's a George yeah. Soros. I mean, keep in mind the guy had no legal experience, right? Like zero. Well, Co- no experience. Yeah, no courtroom stuff. And he won. He, I yeah. mean, he's a total George Soros funded. Yeah. And none of those Democrats in the in the Obama um, Justice Department believe in anything and uh, nothing. Right. I mean, they're just and, evil. Well, and we can't we can't, um, we can't have a special election now if we got enough signatures to to uh, vote out all these judges, also. Or is that no, no, no. Next it's Monica Marquez. The Supreme Court justices have a ten-year term. There's, there's only one who's up in 2024, and that's Monica Marquez. But the key is so not... vote no on her. But the others aren't up for like yeah. four years. But, six but, years but the whole system yeah. craters if all of a sudden you recall that it's about a third of the judges that are up in a particular cycle. Yeah, you voted them all yeah. out. All the system would just blow up. So if you had every I Republican do. vote no. Um, you would find, you know, I, you you would have. I I vote I vote no every time that comes up. I don't care if it's states, district, right. or whatever. Yeah, I vote no on every one. Well, I think we have the Republican Party say, you know, we're tired of a crooked court system, and we want everyone recalled. Yeah, I, we're not called, but but can, I don't uh, know. Can you recall a judge? I don't even know. I, I, I they can they yeah. can impeach him. They can, they could, so. but, but they're not going to do they're that. They're not going to do that either. But, but I think you're right though, Jacob, it pays, you know, pay attention. And, uh, you know, I, again, it's tricky and tough in Colorado because I mean, we're up this against. Is so, this is so embarrassing to the state. I think so. It really is embarrassing. It's really, and, really embarrassing. And, and heaven forbid, if, if Trump wins, I mean, he's going to go after the state of Colorado, unless the Northern part who has always, always, Talking about seceding, really secedes now. There we go. Well, Well County, not anymore. Well County is yeah, like right central, central, I yeah. think. So they they would yeah. only they would secede if Trump was elected. Anymore, yeah. I think. Hey, Jacob, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. Go ahead. Go. Have a good day. Happy New Year.
Happy New Year to you, too. One of the other things I wanted to talk about, so this is interesting, kind of tying with the whole Trump court thing. So Associated Press over the weekend um, and the past few days, I guess my days are all screwed up, were were saying, oh, violent rhetoric against the judges who, uh, the Colorado They're the victims. They're They're the victims. Violent rhetoric, violent rhetoric, blah, blah, blah. They're talking about all these social media things, except none of it was true. And and Julie Kelly did a great job deconstructing it. But I do want to, I mean, it was so not true that even CNN, while their headline says violent rhetoric against judges, right, and and police investigating was was forced to was forced to acknowledge that the whole thing, there, were, there was nothing to it. There were no threats. Thomas, if we could please play the CNN soundbite. The Denver police did have to respond um, to what they said was a hoax report at one of the justices' residences. No specific threats to the justices uh, in those forums, from what we understand. So no specific threats at this time that are requiring law enforcement to make arrests. Those are very non-specific threats at this time. There has also been generally law enforcement looking into the discussion about these justices on online forums, particularly uh, some general discussion among extremists uh, and people who are pro-Trump. I mean, that was so here. Let me lay the facts. So Julie K- Kelly, Kelly did a good job. So these extremists, these far right groups, right, are not far right groups at all. They are trolls that are paid for and manufactured by a guy by the name of Dan Jones. Dan Jones was one of the players in the fusion GPS scheme yeah, oh yeah. For the, with the Steele dossier. Right. And so he after he did that, he was with intelligence. He was on the Senate and a staffer for the oh, Senate, yeah. a Democrat staffer for the Senate Intelligence Committee. Right. It's this guy's job now, and he does opposition research now, right? So it's his job to manufacture this false, it's it's fake extremist stuff on social media, right? And then he does an interview on the New York Post talking about, oh, it's awful, it's awful, yeah. all this stuff. So what he does is he pays to generate the extreme comments against the judges. Then he goes out and does news conferences on it, and they actually call the police right. and say, oh, we're finding all of these far-right extremists making comments, blah, blah, blah. And the police, I mean, they didn't say it wasn't unfounded. They said it was a hoax. That's what they mean when they say it was a hoax. Not that there was actual discussion in any kind of far-right groups. A hoax means that it was a lie, that it was just made up. So be careful. But it was all over the places. It's still up on but, the but Denver, on the Denver none of those. website. Still when, up. When, when they went after the Supreme Court justices and Garland's State Department oh. refused to arrest anybody, right. you know, do they care? No, because what Garland didn't want him killed because that would make him a martyr. He wanted to make him scared so they'd do what, what uh, Obama and the Obama Justice Department. Well, look what they're doing to Clarence Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the attacks against him. So that's the kind of thing you got to be careful of anymore. It's like talk about the fake news. And that's why these liberal organizations or the progressive or communist organizations or their evil organizations. So they generate this stuff. They make it up and then they turn around and call and report it. Yeah. Right. And then and then they turn around and report all oh, the police are investigating. It's like. It's just not true at all. But that's a kind of disinformation and the kind of things that they're pressuring Twitter and other places like that to censor. So that was one thing. The other thing I saw over the weekend that we have to play for you guys. I don't know if you saw this. but This is excellent. You'll be thrilled. Jared Polis. You you, you thought your Christmas carols were over. No, 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 no. Not on the Chuck and Julie show. It's a Christmas message from our governor, Jared Polis. If we could please play the Polis uh, soundbite, Thomas. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, 
Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. <laughs> so for those of you who couldn't hear, that was Jared Polis singing Feliz Navidad. In awful Spanish. In awful Spanish. Now, no, off tune. On the same day that what there's that caravan coming, 15,000 yeah. strong now, right, illegal right, immigrants coming here. Right. More illegal immigrants have entered the country under Biden than the population of 26 states. So I guess that's why. He's singing yeah, well, Feliz yeah, Navidad. Right? Because, because we need, yes, Thomas is going, yikes. Leo says, crap, eggnog all over my keyboard. <laughs> I know. And it's like, and we're laughing. It's like, now Jared Polis is a weird guy. He's gotten, even Westward said that was kind of cringy. Because I don't know what the dancing, I don't know what that actually was. Well, there's some kind of sexual symbol to it, but who knows? I think it was cultural appropriation, right? Oh, he's, he's, he's like, but anyway, so that was, that was weird. It, it could be interpreted lots of different ways. It could be, it could be. Um, Another one, this is kind of a funny one too and this is guys a sign that the world is like i said it's slowly it's slowly turning our way there was apparently right, so. last week at the at an airport a confrontation well not even call it a confrontation a videotape was taken um of this trans actor who i never heard of dorfman yeah tommy everybody's heard tommy dorfman he was tommy on, dorfman. A, on. on a show that i never heard of but he is friends with dylan mulvaney yeah, was at the excellent. airport and he was misgendered and the Delta, wait till you see what the Delta, how the Delta employee, I mean, imagine this is like Christmas going, you know, going home for Christmas. There's 8 million people behind you. Everything's right. frazzled. There's whatever weather issues, all kinds of stuff. And you've got this jerk trying to say, you misgendered me. And they do it on purpose. It's just right. the PR said, if we could please play the Delta soundbite. And what about when a Delta employee misgenders you so intentionally? While she's talk, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times, gotcha. both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's yeah. also. Well, she did do it intentionally twice. Yes. You, talking to me too. you said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me, okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. <laughs> Thank God for that Delta. People on, online were saying, I'm going to start playing Delta again. I mean, here's this guy, because you know they deliberately go up there, yeah. right? And so somebody in line at the Delta counter says, he, she, having no clue that you're a world-famous friend of Dylan Mulvaney's, so that you, I mean, you know, how would you even know, right? And then, and and can you imagine if I were the person behind them, I would like, but they're, deli- you know, it's like all these people trying to get home or trying to get someplace. It's chaotic. And this guy wants to be offended about that. And here's reality he's not offended by it the whole thing is i mean we just played it right it's a publicity stunt right but the good news is i would say a year ago year and a half ago the delta person would probably be fired already now delta better not cave in delta (laughs) better not cave in they better look at what happened to bud light and look at what happened to target and this time the employers bud light's okay they paid off kid rock uh, so he's for him, and they Peyton paid Manning. off uh, Peyton Manning. But the, Peyton oh, Manning, and I'm starting to hate anybody that dealt, that uh, Bud Light has has bought off. Right, but I think what's interesting though is this employee said the perfect thing is like I have the authority to have you escorted out of here. You want to do that? We'll <laughs> go there. We'll go there because I don't care. And all the people behind him are probably going, "Do it, do, do it, it, do, do it. it." So the time when you know they could scare you and back you down and and do all well, no you may have noticed you played again the the did not misgender him except, except he said you is you a misgendering because you is 
gender neutral. But the but if somebody says you just misgendered me, you don't remember if you use pronouns or not. Right. Well, and, and I guess we what we also don't see is how is a person dressed, right? Sometimes I mean, so that could be confusing oh, as well. No, well, no, I, I mean, no, in other words, no. all I'm just saying is if you're a Delta employee, you may have because it's not legal to ask somebody. It's like, what? how do you sexually identify, right? You're just in line at the freaking ticket counter, right? You don't know. All you know is what these people look like. But I think, though, that is a good sign. Um, um, let's see, from Jim Jackson, I figured it out. There were three genders, he, she, it. I um, mean, from Jacob, Jesse Kelly had a great show on communism using the Francisco Franco story. Oh, thank you. He'll email the link. And then Leo says, I just use asshole as a pronoun. <laughs> yeah, against everybody else. That's right. Maybe that's what you could say, asshole. <laughs> you're, you're an asshole, so. Um, but that is changing. And I think people are getting sick of it. And I think we've talked about it before in the show, but even pushing back with the rhinos, right? It's like, they don't want you to hold the rally. It's like, okay, we'll go ahead and hold the rally anyway. Yeah. Don't you think? And and I think that's why Ron DeSantis, in spite of all of the, you know, the Sea Island slash Phil Antutes backers pushing um, um, DeSantis, it's not working. Pushing Nikki Haley, not working. Well, now they're trying to get a Nikki Haley as, as VP. You know, that's their big, that's Dan Kappas's, that's what all of them want. To, just so if Trump should be removed, you'd have Nikki Haley. I mean, uh, they're not going to fall for it. Um, Trump has made a lot of bad <laughs> personnel moves but but boy he, he better not make a bad one this time the um conservative treehouse guy proposed what do you think of this and what do you guys think of this ben carson dr ben carson as a um as a vice excuse me vice presidential candidate i don't like him how come um, i mean because he's got to be somebody who the left fears more than trump so it's got to be a carrie lake it's got to be a rick grinnell it's got to be anybody that can go well, we take out trump we'd get carson we could push Carson around uh, yeah. you could have somebody that they're just as as feared of as Trump and not somebody who they say well I mean God we could push him around a well bit. that's what I kind of think too um of oh, this from from um Jacob Jim uh, Bill O'Reilly thinks the progressive movement peaked in August and then Jim Jackson way more assholes in this work more than there are asses um, that's true um you know I, I, I no, on that, Jacob, if I agree with that or not, I think that I'm not so sure the progressive moment movement has peaked. I think what's happened is more and more people have been what I called red pilled. I think the sleeping Same. giant has Same. been. Well, no, because I think the progressives are not going to give up. They're not they're not going to peak and then no. go away. Well, that's not what they're saying. You're saying. Well, I think you're saying the same thing, quite frankly. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I just think, well, I, okay, maybe I'm just saying we cannot let our guard down, right? I think more and more people are realizing what the progressive thing is really about. I mean, there was even NBC was like, my gosh, there are a lot of people coming across the border here. I've never seen it like this. Of course, I haven't been here for 20 years, but, you know, actually, we've never been here at all, like Kamala Harris. And I, and I think people look at that. I think people look at what's going on in the schools. I think people look at the ridiculousness of this whole and the transgender thing, I mean, it's a it's a weaponization of this. You can't offend me. Since when do you have a right to not be offended, right? I mean, but somehow or another, that's what people think. Anymore. Well, I point out that, you know, the Trudeau, they put put uh, tampons in the men's bathrooms in the parliament. I mean, what does that prove? I mean, I, I mean, does it prove that guys, you know, oh, yeah, there's a tampon? Or yeah. I mean, what is it supposed to do? How is it supposed to push their agenda? I mean, you know, somebody said it's it's a... Stop stigmatizing menstruation. 
kind of go, how does that help? I mean, I don't get how it helps. Well, well, and this is my theory on it. it, it it's, it's just like in um, 1984, four plus four, or, you know, what, two plus two equals five, Wilson, just say it. They want you, and they just do it in little ways, right? That's what I was saying. Thank God for Darcy saying, no, I mean, yes. we're, we're going to draw yes. a line here. They want you to say, okay, fine. You know, we all know, we all, well, we all know that there's no need to have tampons in a men's bathroom, but do I really want to fight that? It's stupid. So you let it go. And, and so all of a sudden you become, you tacitly now are saying, okay, well, men can have periods. Right. And when little boys go into that, I mean, that's a thing too. It's aimed at kids, little boys go into there and they're like, oh, the little boys have periods. And well, now you have to say, yes, they can have periods, even though they can't. So they want us to say, you know, men can have babies. They want us to say all of this stuff. It's like, they're not illegal immigrants. They're, I forget what they're not homeless people. They're unhoused. It's like, what? Um, it's all of this stuff. They want slowly that it is, as Darcy said, the boiling frog, right? You just keep taking their lie after their lie after their lie. And all of a sudden you turn around and your culture is significantly changed. And you're like, how did we even get here? Like, how did we get to a point where somehow having essentially pornography performed in kindergartners and it's okay as long as as it's transgender people right it's like somehow that's okay but but why that happened is is that for so long the republican party here in colorado but but all over is it's been been headed up by people like bill owens who says oh oh yeah the left doesn't like um Tabor, I'll get rid of Tabor. Oh, that's great. And and Hank Brown and Bruce Benson and and all of them. They're awful. Every one of them is so weak, so pathetic that that the Democrats go, God, we can just keep on pushing forever because these nerd bounds. And all of a sudden, yes. And here's from Jacob. I agree with this. Transgenders want your children. They do. I mean, I think there is, you see this push now too, right? If if it's like, you know, you love who you love and what if you love a five-year-old, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's where they're going with that. And there again, it is the breakdown of all of the social morals right, and, right. and societal constraints and the kind of things that keep us together. That's why they want to get rid of families and all of that. Because if you have, you know, a dad who says, you're not doing that. Yeah, you know, right, my right. kid is, I'm not taking my son into a bathroom. Or if you're in the bathroom with your son and the son says, dad, what is that? And that's for periods and the boys says yeah. and you say hell no mm-hmm. right they don't want us doing that and then leo says means the male politicians in canada are pussies no offense julie mm-hmm. well again and i think and in colorado and most in of colorado them, that's what the rhino, rhinos are, do have pussies i mean just incredible well yeah and again but the, the underlying goal is this chaos in society it's so you don't know what's right or wrong anymore or you do but you just can't say it out loud that's their goal and i think bill um bill o'reilly maybe I, I hadn't heard him say that but he could be onto something like that it's people are now pushing back people are saying that's not true actually men can't have babies you know actually i do want my kid to you know my kid is not a racist at age one simply because he or she or it or they was born white right i mean people are, are or acknowledge he's a racist just keep on playing their game saying, okay, he's the one-year-old racist. Good. You know, <laughs> or, fine. He's a one-year-old racist. Or, or um, 
you know, some of this stuff going on with the courts too. People wake up and people are like, okay, you know, maybe I don't like Trump either, but I don't think the judges should be taking people off the ballot. I mean, even, and particularly because it makes Trump look better. And then one other thing, this is kind of funny too, talking about the Democrats playing. So Jack Smith, the guy prosecuting Trump for the January 6th stuff and uh, the documents thing, filed the motion today, even though the judge told them to quit filing motions because they got to wait to see if the Supreme Court is going to take it. They didn't bother them. Yeah, filed the motion anyway. Um, so saying that he wants to prohibit the jury from learning anything, number one, about what Trump did to prepare or try to prepare for the January 6th rally. Um, And they don't want them to also learn anything about undercover or informant, undercover FBI agents or informants that were in the crowd, saying there would be no evidentiary value to that at all, right? Um, And he's filed a motion to that. I think here again, oh, and his reasons for filing this is he does not want the January 6th trial to turn political. He's he's opposed to Trump speaking out about it and turning it political. There again, I mean, that's a language. But you have to understand, that's what courts have done now. You you go to trial and the key is to get all the evidence on your side uh, or their side excluded. And so like the January 6th defendants were not allowed to say that there's entrapment. They were not allowed to bring it up. Oh, yeah, no. no. So, so the judges just rule everything out, and that's common now. I mean, in all kinds of cases where the judges go, oh, I can control what happens here. I don't have to worry that stupid jury. I won't let them hear anything. Well, that's what happened with the Trump the, yeah, in the Trump yeah. case. There, there was there was no criminal charge there of of an insurrection. So there was. I mean, he was never even accused of it. Right? Certainly wasn't convicted of it. But they found him guilty of it. Anyway, even right. though there wasn't even the other side presented, right? right. And, and again, that's what Colorado. That's what the you know that a district court judge did. I mean, she was she was just had a great time, uh, you know, saying, "Okay, this is has to be done in uh, two days. I'll make it uh, two months." And I mean, just they they obey nothing. They care about nothing, and and they expect you to go, "Your Honor, yeah, Your Honor." But, but here's my concern too, because you know you're reading. Uh, I read a lot of. Um, analysts who say, you know, that it's it, J- Jack Smith wants to try to have this trial and everything over yes. before yes. the campaign season. Right. So so everybody will disqualify before Trump, the election, before the election, rather. Um, it's looking more and more like that's not going to be able to happen in pretty much any of the cases that they have against. Oh, him. no, they'll get one through. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it matters. I mean, people are saying, well, then he won't because of the optics would be so bad going after the actual candidate. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. I mean, every time you say they would never do that. Stop, smack yourself, and say no, they would absolutely do that, well, and something you know, even more. One, 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 one of our good friend George Brockler's thing. He's saying, "Well, you know, I, I don't believe he should be taken off the ballot before he's been convicted of anything." You kind of go, "What do you mean? Well, yeah, if he yeah. had been convicted or is convicted, you're happy to Except- be taken off the ballot?" <laughs> Oh, because, uh, you know, <laughs> if he was convicted of what spending uh, much money, I mean, it's it's you're right. That was an alarming statement on my part, because it it shows this willingness to buy the Democrat yes, lie that yes, the courts are operating yes. fairly. That's but, why the one year olds are racist, because you can't go, oh, no, he's not a racist. Little Tommy, he's not a racist. Burp, you know, what I mean, <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you to Darcy and all of the. Yeah, fun. and good, good work down there, Darcy, and fighting off the rhinos and too. That's right, and everybody here. Thank you to um, Thomas. We will see you again. We're still putting together the show on Friday, um, but there's all kinds of stuff going on, so who knows? We will see you all on Friday. Everybody have a great uh, week. The rest of the week. Bye bye.